Bonjour, je suis le grand What is this for? Like in the middle of it? Yeah, in the middle. We're just going to put it in there like, hey, thanks for listening. Don't not, forget. We're to... not talking like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I refuse to make it sound like a commercial. Yeah. We just got to tell everyone that they need to follow us on social media at Pick Freaks on TikTok and Instagram and to give us five star rating. You can roast us, but don't give us less than five stars. Yeah. That's all we have to say. So just say that. Is there any, go. Yeah, if you're uh, language, you're listening, just cut what I said and put it on there. Method. Who cares? Muzzy now comes with four videos, two audios, a script book, parents' guide, a new exciting CD-ROM, plus this free bonus with your paid order. Um, what was I talking about? Your mom. Oh yes, and my whole family's up there in the hotel room, so I'm like scrambling around this old. It's kind of like an older resort, like an old southern resort, just trying to find anywhere that's quiet, and it's impossible. And I finally, across from the reception area, I asked the woman if I could go in this storage closet, like where they have all this mannequins and suits and wedding decor, and yeah. So that's where I'm at. Where's this? Where's this at? This resort. It's uh, 40 minutes outside of Tampa. Like near the beach or where? No, just like mainland. Is uh, Matt and Ryan there? Yes. You're asking all the hard-hitting questions today, Dennis. <laughs> Keep that up. I won't. You need something unexpected. Stunt from a weapon. You ask him to feel protected. And still feel protected. Did you listen to the album or no? I did. Yeah, I did. Dennis sent Amen. Dennis is like, you'd like this 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 band. And he sent me Amen Dunes. And then he's like, I should probably be listening to the new Kanye album instead. So I'm curious as if he even got a full listen to all, what, 15, 16 songs. It is interesting because yeah. Dennis listens to more music than anybody I know. He's like constantly discovering new music. Is it... Just because of Sirius XMU? Yeah, and I this I actually was listening to this album when I picked my kids up and I was like skipping songs where I'm like, okay, I gotta find a song that is okay <laughs> that they like won't actually hear and like say the words to. Every song there's some sort of sexual thing in there. There's a there's a few songs that are kind of like skibbity. They're just like skibby doop up. <laughs> Did we listen yeah. to the same album? I didn't. I didn't listen to the Sky <laughs> album. Well, no, because like remember when he did the Oopity Scoop Scoop Oopity Oh, God, oh I yeah, fucking hated. <laughs> There's that, a little bit of that in this album. That version of Kanye was the fucking worst. What do you guys listen to um, during the workday? Because my my uh, what I listen to slowly has evolved. Like so, during the workday, what kind of music do you listen to? I don't really. I don't listen to any music. I, I I don't really have the option to do it. Unfortunately, I could, but I, then people are walking in and out of my office, and I'll have to pause it, and then I forget to unpause it. I also don't want everyone to listen to it. I don't know. There he is. Hey, can you guys hear me? Yeah. 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 All right. Good. Good. <laughs> I'm on the phone because I have like a 2013 laptop because work just took my work one. So <laughs> it's all good. It, Owen does the same thing every single time we've had like <laughs> right, 50 cool. podcasts. I, know. So. I told Brad that the link, I was like, I can't send him the link because it's too high tech for me. I don't know how to <laughs> yeah, do well, it. Well, if your producer would have sent it uh, a little earlier than five minutes before the podcast, I could have figured it out. 
<laughs> I'm afraid that somebody's going to show up too early. So I'm like, there's like this fine line of like, like I was just I... thinking, I'm like, who's the producer? I guess Kevin is because he edits everything. That makes yeah. sense. All right. Well, on that note, Brad, I just want to double check something really quick. I was doing some research on you before the episode today, <laughs> and I just want to make sure this is your The amount website, of times I've right? seen that guy's face when I Google. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, no of way. Course. Dude, that guy... I was doubting his skills, but he has yeah, he's an he's SEO master. <laughs> I mean, look at that page. It's right to the point. Oh, I can't believe no, you've no flair. I can't believe you've seen that so many times. Haven't you Googled your own name? That's that's the guy that pops up for mine. <laughs> oh yeah, mine comes up. There's a guy holding a, a large assault rifle <laughs> named Owen Fogarty. There you go. <laughs> so I think I got passed up on a couple jobs for that one. Likely. All right. Today we have a very special guest. Brad Appleton is here, starting as an intern at TMZ in 2011 and making his way up to position of news director of TMZ.com. Brad Appleton is known for groundbreaking work such as TMZ No BS in 2022, TMZ's Merry Elf and Christmas in 2022, and TMZ presents Johnny versus Amber from Love to Hate in 2022. So 2022 is a huge <laughs> year for you, Brad. Can you explain that? I think that's just the IMDb stuff that they added, but uh, but TMZ TV and the website was uh, was the main stuff there for a lot of years. Okay, so they only give you like imdb credit for like things that are like i think hulu things it sounds like yeah all right i didn't dig that deep into you <laughs> that's all right um well, but more more, more important i got caught up on that other brand that's <laughs> fascinating um and most importantly, Brad is a graduate of Ohio University, along with Dennis and Owen. And I actually went there myself before transferring out. So, Brad, can you just fill us on in quickly on what you've been up to since we graduated ten years ago? Well, it's it's it was TMZ. I mean, I was there, like you said, it was my first job out of college. So it was it was over ten years that I was with them. Uh, met a lot of cool people, incredibly hardworking staff, and uh, just kind of excited for what's next. I, I remember I was there with Brad the summer he went out there. We hung out. It's my only, uh, it was my only LA experience. Dennis and I were for, interns for together. One summer. Yeah, at the, uh, the Oakwood Apartments. Or I was at the Oakwood oh, yeah. Apartments. You were, uh, you were somewhere else. I don't know where you lived. <laughs> I was in um, uh, UCLA's campus. That's right, Westwood. Or I took one class, yeah. like an online class to stay there. That's but, right. Yeah, that's the last time I was in LA. Why'd you have to take a class while you're there? I don't like for whatever reason it was cheaper to get like a dorm room. Like uh, if I took a class, it was it was a BS class. Brad, thinking about Oakwood, I completely forgot. That's like a historic Hollywood monument. Did you watch Love on Netflix? It's all filmed at the Oakwood. I didn't watch that, but I know that it's like they've done because a lot of like families who move out to LA, uh, like stage parents and stuff that's where they stay because it's near like warner brothers lot and a lot of auditions and stuff so you just kind of be hanging at the pool and then you'd see like a little kid like trying to be justin bieber next to you and it's like and <laughs> just all the stage parents and like kids trying to be models and it was it was the spot it's it's changed its uh its name now i think it's ava apartments or something like that but uh yeah that was quite a spot so where do you live now in, in la like what same spot like? Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is my Oakwood apartment. Same one. Yeah, I, uh, I'm a, I'm a vocal teacher at uh, at Oakwood Apartments. <laughs> yeah. He's taking a one credit class at UCLA. And yeah. in the <laughs> it's the move. It's cheaper. Right. No, I'm uh, I'm in West Hollywood. I'm in West Hollywood now. So it's a good spot. 
lots of lots of fun stuff nearby but uh but yeah i mean it uh it was kind of the west hollywood's the center of la and hollywood there's entertainment there's nightclubs there's bars so kind of over the last 10 years at tmz you kind of learn the spots and saw people out and really become familiar with the city especially and that was handy and breaking news um so that's kind of what we did Brad, you're so buttoned up compared to our normal guest who has no journalistic <laughs> experience ever. This is so impressive. I'm like trying to. I'm like by, try- by normal guest, Kevin's dad, who was on the Squid Game show. Yeah, the Squid um, Game the Challenge. Um, a guy went to. He was? I love that show. <laughs> yeah. He was out first round. We got a so. podcast you can listen to, but he was out in um, yeah. Red Light, Green Light. Uh, but yeah. yeah, fascinating story. Um, wait, one quick question about LA. So. So I had a run in with Brad. We met at my favorite wings place, Rocco's Tavern, when I was in Culver City. I'm wondering if you've been back to Rocco's Tavern. I miss that place so much. Funny thing, I was just, uh, there's now one in West Hollywood too. So went in on a Friday night and uh, just with a couple friends, just thought we'd get some wings and pizza. And Friday night, if you don't know, is also RuPaul's Drag Race night. So not only <laughs> not only can you sit in Rocco's and enjoy the pizza and wings and everything, <laughs> But you can also watch RuPaul's Drag Race while a go-go dancer twerks in your face on the other side. So it's <laughs> it's quite an experience, and Rocco's is still going strong. Wait, that's a great segue, because I went to the Rocco's <laughs> in Westwood, and that place turns into a full-blown nightclub at night. I I haven't seen anything like that since I've been to OU, where you have like the pub during the day, and then all of a sudden it turns into a complete shit show at night. So it's nice that OU's taking its culture to so it's LA like, a little it's bit. It's like a dive bar that turns into... like nightclub i wouldn't call it a dive bar it's like a fancy bw3s that turns into a nightclub yeah okay. yeah it's it's a good spot but as soon as rupaul's drag race ended you had to get out of your table they cleared it and the dance floor opened so it's very much that concept is that where you were last night since you couldn't make the podcast <laughs> yeah that was the valentine's <laughs> day plan was was rocco's go-go dancing <laughs> hey if i was in la my girlfriend would be happy with that um <laughs> No, she would just be happy I planned anything. Um, yeah. I will stop yeah, talking Kevin, about you, what, Yeah, what happened with you, Kevin, yesterday for Valentine's Day? Did you do anything? All right, next question. <laughs> next question. We have to, we have to focus. Um, we were mentioning OU, and Brad, I was just wondering where you rank in all-time alumni of OU. <laughs> where I rank? you, you yeah. got to be getting up there. Uh, well, uh, what's his name? Uh, Today Show. Why am I blanking? Matt. Uh, Matt Lauer. Matt yeah. Lauer. Oh, he had a big. Abo- he fell. Matt Lauer was above me, but <laughs> he fell. Yeah, he's <laughs> he fell, gone now. He fell pretty hard. Yeah. So that's that used to be a a bragging point. Like, oh yeah, I was in the same journalism program as Matt Lauer. Uh, but you don't say that anymore. Um, <laughs> there, there's uh, the guy that was on SNL was at school with us, Luke Knoll. Um, that girl from I Think You Should Leave was at OU with us. But that's the only three alum I can think of. Well, Allie LaForce, who does uh, the NBA sideline stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, she, she graduated. Is? Yeah, she graduated the year before me. So she also worked at the TV station there on the sports shows. Um, but it's funny, though. Living in L.A., you meet a ton of OU people. My friends a couple years ago were just out at a bar. And there was a guy uh, a couple tables over in an OU shirt. And they went up to him. Uh, and it turns out he was the creator of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. And he went to OU and actually just spoke at their commencement there. So there's a lot of people who you don't even know how successful they've been from OU. 
Um, and, and it's just kind of crazy. I mean, there's also, there's writers, there's anchors, there's sportscasters. I mean, there's, there's a lot of people who you don't even associate with the school and you kind of learn, didn't, didn't the voice of Bart Simpson go to OU? Is that, oh, am yeah, I just making I that up? Right. Like, Lisa, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah. pretty wild kind of the, the range of, uh, of people and well-known figures who went to OU that are out there now. You know, Imager, that like image hosting website that. Oh yeah. That guy was from there. Yeah. Really? But look at us go. We got a podcast guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't think the voice of Lisa wait. Simpson has a podcast or Bart Simpson has a podcast. No. So there you that's go. True. TV's dead. So they're doing TV yeah. and cartoons and that's, that's out. Yeah, that's it. All right. Well, you're, let's say you haven't cracked the top 50 yet, but you're getting damn close. We'll see. We'll see what's next. Kevin just wants clout on our podcast so bad that he's like, where are you ranked right now? How high up are, are you? Number one or two, I, w- I was going to say, Brad. He's, he's asking he's asking the right questions to get a headline. I'm just kind of one step ahead. <laughs> yeah. It's too good. Too media trained. All right. All right. Well, let me ask you another OU question that you're not prepared for. Yep. Is it true that Dennis once saved your life? Oh, boy. Uh, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> it's Dennis going around saying Wait, that what? he saved Brad Appleton's I, life. <laughs> I lightly remember a story where Dennis was rooming next to you in a dorm and you oh, had d- like a oh. panic attack or something or like some kind of like, sorry, that's a very personal question and I can cut that. But... I, I don't remember. No, that. I the drove only... you to the ER once. Oh, that's right. For my heart. That's right. I was going to say. Yeah. Really yeah. The only panic attack I've ever had is because I had the middle seat on an airplane. <laughs> I don't remember what at school, <laughs> uh, but that's right. Yeah, I had a a heart issue. It was uh, myocarditis, and Dennis took me to the airport or to the hospital, um, and thankfully he did because I had to be transferred to Columbus and was there for like four days. And actually, funny enough, I actually had the same condition again, like just a few years ago, where I had to go to the hospital. So it. Oh, no. uh, that, that I only remember it. I I only remember it because your dad gave me a gift card. He came oh, down really? like a few weeks later and he gave me a gift card, and I'm like, oh, I guess was this good? Like what I did? I know it was, but I think other than that, <laughs> the only time the only other time Dennis would have to drive us somewhere was to pick up beer. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about it. I had my my fake ID in in L.A. and I remember yeah. buying this beer all the time. Yeah, and I was right. so scared every that's time I, I bought meant. it. I didn't. I wasn't talking about the heart condition. I just meant like sometimes you're dying for a beer, and then to save your life that day. Yeah, I definitely had some of those moments. Sorry, sorry to bring back bad memories. Thanks again, yeah. guys, for driving. Me I, to I, the like, I, I completely <laughs> forgot about that. Kevin remembers that we we didn't like discuss this beforehand. Kevin just has yeah. that in his bank of memory. Yeah, it was like panic attack. I thought that maybe like I had blacked out somewhere or something. I did want to stop asking you about OU and just ask you a couple questions just about your journalism days because we're journalists ourselves now. And I'm just curious what you think about the curious state of journalism where idiots like us can buy $10 mics on Amazon, just decide we're going to meet weekly. And we're now media creators. We're content creators. Does that concern you for this? Well, it it doesn't concern me because I think that there's a big difference between actual journalists and reporters and media creators, you know, journalists and reporters are people having hard hitting interviews. You're digging into facts, you're working with sources, you're trying to 
give the public a message that may further help the public or teach them something new. Not to say media creators aren't teaching people new things, because I think you can do these sort of podcast interviews where you learn something about a new topic, or I know a lot of true crime podcasts um, interviews are, are super popular where people can kind of dive into things. And I think that it's podcasts and media creators have just kind of expanded what you can do and how you can learn things and, and everything like that. So I, I'm all for it because media creators means more content and more entertainment for everybody. But I think that it's a very fine line between an actual journalist and a reporter and a media creator that kind of does it more for a a wow factor and hey, listen in and laugh and have a good time than an actual reporter or journalist that's digging into something. That's a that's that's a good answer because <laughs> I, I I was just editing our latest pod and I, I I spit out a fact at one point that like Vietnam War was came out or started in 1955 and then I googled it while I was editing it <laughs> and I'm like there is nobody holding me to any journalistic accountability here. Luckily, that, we don't have many. Wait, I remember you saying that. I'm like, I don't think it started that early. <laughs> The, and then the, you said, "Yeah, it did." According to ChatGPT, the conflict started <laughs> around 1955. Well, if ChatGPT said it; it's true. Then Th- that's funny you say that, though, because there are kind of the big, the big podcasters and everything. I mean, Joe Rogan is one of the biggest names there, and a lot of stuff that he says goes unchecked. I mean, it was a couple months ago on there. He said that Biden said this ridiculous quote that was kind of all over the place and everything. And actually, one of his producers and chimed in and said, no, that was actually Trump. And he goes, oh, OK, well, then, you know, and I think that that's really important as these kind of platforms get more notoriety and bigger audiences. I mean, Joe Rogan's is millions and millions of people that the fact checking becomes important, because if that's where people are getting the majority of their information, they believe it. And that can kind of be dangerous, not not to single just Joe Rogan out because it's all over the place. But that was just one example I could think of. Yeah. Well, everything we say is true on this. Oh, so where we only spit facts, we don't need to be fact checked at all. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. That's fine. That's that's what you guys do. As a journalist, is it frowned upon to have like a podcast? Is it kind of like, you know, because I guess a podcast is more opinion based of things. I don't think it's frowned upon. But if you're a journalist with a podcast, it needs to be accurate. It, you know, yeah. it's it's not like reporters and everything are looking at uh, Logan Paul having a podcast and saying, hey, like he needs to make sure that he's talking about the conflict overseas and whatever. Like you understand that it's entertainment. But if you are going to dive into those serious things. You have to make sure that you're accurate, but it's not it's not frowned upon. Brad just brought up Logan Paul. Now that we talk about the most popular oh, OU fuck. people, he, he didn't graduate. Definitely, he didn't, he didn't that graduate. is true. He didn't graduate, but he's definitely number one. He's number on one, and it, it hurts me every day. To, uh, and I, actually, he's in a much more normal place now, where like I'm not like yeah. disgraced by that guy. I'm like he's now he's just like accepted like his Kevin. Fan base. Does it? Why does it hurt you? Does it feel like you could have? You could have went down that path if you had the confidence and knew that. <laughs> no, and it's not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> worked out a little bit more. I I think it is just because you look back to those Vine days, and his content really was for fourteen year old girls when he was a twenty year old male, and it's just like that is like punching down, like. I, I don't hate to use that term, but it's just like I try. Like if I'm trying to make somebody laugh, I want to make you guys laugh. I don't want to make a 14 year old girl or 15 year old boy laugh. You know, is that, is that a good answer? <laughs> That's good. 
It's a little weird, but I get whatever it. Tell you, whatever you're going to tell yourself, you, man, all right? I'm glad you normal. don't want to make little kids like happy and laugh. That, that'd be concerning if you're like, I just want to make the kids laugh. That's all I want to do. All right. Well, we, we got to get to Kanye eventually, but please, Brad, finish your thought. Well, I, I was going to say I, I agree with you on, on Logan up until like maybe the last three years ago because the guy's got hustle. He's created a business. He's a WWE superstar. He's in movies. He's investing. I mean, he's kind of made all the right moves since learning from his mistakes. And I think that that's really all you can ask of people when the spotlight's on them. So I, I hear you a few years ago, but I think that he's kind of made strides and kind of proven that he's more than just like a child comedian. <laughs> I yeah. agree. 100%. I agree. Once yeah. the, once he started with that, like the drink prime and yeah. that took off and then made a few other big moves. It's like, and, okay, and his boxing career. And, yeah. He's yeah. not, he's not going anywhere. He's just yeah. going to be, I'd give him a 10 successful. out of 10 businessman, 10 out of 10 marketer, seven out of 10 content creator. Like I just don't like his content. Like his podcast is probably like corny. Okay. But Brad, you've highlighted journalism <laughs> before we get into Kanye, which I don't think I've mentioned is the main focus of this podcast. <laughs> All right, just a 20-minute intro. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go that long. We, we promise we'll not keep you too late. All right, That's what fine. is your greatest journalistic highlight? Oh. Um, it, or, or just one highlight, just one great highlight. It's hard because a lot of people say, like, what's your favorite story? What's the most interesting thing you've worked on? Yada, yada, yada. As a news director, you kind of lead a team of reporters and, and video people and photo people and everything. So, I mean, it, it's cheesy, but overall highlight and thing I'm most proud of is just working with that team every day and seeing what we could accomplish and everything. You kind of forget when you're in the moment, just kind of the the scope and the reach that you have in in publishing these stories because you're just so locked in. And then you're sitting at dinner and you hear the table next to you talking about a story you broke earlier in that day. So that's kind of wild. Um, as far as just craziest story and most memorable memorable story, um, I think it's the Jesse Smollett situation. I don't know if you guys remember oh, that one. Yeah. Where a few years ago he said that he was attacked at like 3 a.m. in the middle of Chicago, said that they were wearing mega hats, poured gasoline on him, put a noose around his neck. He was eventually found guilty of, of lying about that, and he has since appealed it. So we're kind of waiting um, – Actually, I think he lost that appeal. So we're kind of waiting on his next sentence. Um, but that was the craziest story just from beginning to end because it, it seems so believable and everything. And as you kind of started to put the pieces together, um, that was the wildest story, I think. That's interesting. So that's kind of that must have made you proud because it kind of broke the barrier between like, I'm just doing celebrity journalism versus like, I'm actually like impacting like what's the word I'm looking like for? You know crime. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Crime. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's kind of what we did. I mean, a lot of people say, Oh, that's just kind of celebrity news, but it was kind of anything pop culture. And that included investigating criminal cases and covering court cases like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and everything in between. So it really was reported work. I think that's a good point. Cause like, I think no, like all due respect to TMZ, like I think that show almost, made it like sometimes like too corny with the voice and the animations. Kevin, you it, can't talk bad about TMZ. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. I was, this, and my point is though, like, but every time you hear a breaking news story, the credit is TMZ. Like yeah. it, it, they are doing serious journalistic work. And I think sometimes people think TMZ, they think back to 
you know, that goofy voice, the thing right. with, with the things. It's just like you're forgetting that this is basically the New York Times for Kevin, LA you, Hollywood journalism. You mentioned that, but my I, my I remember growing up or like not growing up, I guess it'd be coming home from college and my dad would record TMZ every night. He would watch TMZ and he's like a boomer old guy like <laughs> – it does not seem like someone that should watch. He watches TMZ and like Fox News, so like it does not seem like someone that should watch that. In it's a good balance. So I think though, it's I'll the, the voices yeah. that got to him. Yeah, in, yeah, in terms though of of news organizations and everything, it's only been around eighteen years, so it's still it's still pretty new. And I think that they've kind of gained a lot of ground and a lot of respect since then, and that's because they really care about facts. Um, but anyways, you were talking about Jesse Smollett. Jesse Smollett. Pulled all that off in Chicago. You know who else is from Chicago? Kanye West. Nice segue. <laughs> Two of the greatest Chicago celebrities. Um, today, we are here mainly to talk about Kanye West and his new Vultures album. Um, so before we talk about Vultures, I just want to get a temperature check on where we're at on Kanye these days. I'll give you some time to think about your answer, Brad. Owen, you're first. Um, I think that he is... I don't know if he is more lost than he has ever been or if he's getting a little more like definitely not normal. I have no clue what's going on with him. (laughs) I like that he said that he isn't bipolar anymore and now he's just autistic. And I I have no clue where he's going. (laughs) You you like that? (laughs) <laughs> uh, yes, a big fan, big fan of that. <laughs> well, he he said Kevin always that, throws me off with these fastball questions. Oh, like, I didn't think about this at all. More than bipolar. Okay, we get it, Owen. Well, um, he said that he it was his car crash that gave him autism, right? Which I, may be the first time I've heard that that is a an effect of a car crash. Yeah, I'm going to stop driving if that's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on like borderline. <laughs> Owen mentions this, but then I, I, I was on Instagram and I saw he Kanye posted a picture of him where at the Super Bowl where he wore like a cross on his face. Yeah. And, and, I, lo- and I looked, yeah, a mask and a cross over it. And I look at it and Owen liked it on Instagram. I could see that he liked it. So he, he the one where liked it was shining. It looked kind of cool. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Yeah, I saw different pictures of it where it looked fucking stupid. It looked like an uh, art project. Oh, you like the shiny that one? Buddy made. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the shiny one got me. So I don't. That's okay. making me think though, because I still like Kanye's music. I I don't follow him. He's kind of like Donald Trump these days, where it's just like every story is gonna you know break headlines, or he's just I don't I don't know if he's doing it for publicity or if he's doing it for just because he's a psycho. Uh, but it's a good point, though. Like the, uh, that car crash probably gave him CTE. Like it's probably not all that different from being a tight end in the NFL, right? I just, I don't think that. I think the fact of his like mom bringing him up and telling him that he's the greatest and he could do no wrong on top of like having that ego and then it being fill or people keep f- like feeding into it, saying you are the greatest, really just got to him. The more and more. The older you get, you're less grounded. You go a little crazy. So I don't know if it's directly from that car crash. And I mean, CTE could do that, but not everyone with CTE is just a lunatic like that. Uh, sorry. <laughs> to interrupt, I, I think that we kind of really saw a change when his mom died too, right? Like that's, that's when true. things kind of took like a dark turn because she was his number one supporter, number one fan, like you said, told him he was the greatest and everything. And 
yeah, he had a lot of yes men around him, but I think that's kind of when we really saw kind of a switch up with him. Mm -hmm. Which is interesting because it's almost the opposite because it's usually like a Michael Jackson story where the dad's abusive and the people become crazy. In this way, he they were she was almost like positively abusive, is what we're saying. Well, no, I I don't think she like Michael ja- the he wanted his kids to be famous. Is Michael Jackson's dad like I don't think she wanted she wasn't like you got to be a, a music producer like you got to get out there when he's like five. No, are these direct quotes or not direct quotes? <laughs> Sorry, I, can't I don't <laughs> I don't know, but I think I agree with Brad. I feel like she kept him more grounded. Yeah. You know, at least like there was some normal human in his life that semi normal human in his life that he could like have a connection. He was forced to have a connection with his mother and he wanted to have a connection with where now it's like he lost that. And that's why he went. His wife was the most famous woman in the world at one point. And yeah, so it's like he had no one in his life that was normal. Or who could put him in check. It was after the after he interrupted Taylor Swift at uh, at the VMAs um, when he was on like Jimmy Kimmel or something. And Jimmy Kimmel asked him, like, what would your mom think of this? Or like, would your mom be proud of this? And he just kind of like shut down. And you kind of know that maybe if she was still around or or something, she would have put him in check or he wouldn't have done that. That's a good point. Okay, that brings me to a really important question. Where were you guys at? the moment you were found out about the Kanye Taylor Swift VMAs moment. Cause I was in a dorm room with Dennis at OU. Yeah, I was going to say, I was in my <laughs> dorm room watching it. Yeah. I would have been I watching it. I don't remember. I would have been in, in a dorm room watching. I'm sure. Yeah. I've, I don't think I saw it live. Speaking of that, do you, do you guys watch the VMAs at all? I, that's probably the last time I watched it. I can't remember any other time I've watched it at all. Was it no. just on or is that something else? The Grammys. Uh, were just the Grammys on. was just yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I yeah, don't take the VMAs aren't the same anymore. No, it's like Grammys, Oscars, Emmys, Golden Globes are kind of the ones that that people actually turn into. Have you been to any awards shows, Brad? <laughs> I remember when I when I was out here as an intern, I uh, I went to because it was at like the Universal Studios or something. I went to the Teen Choice Awards. I found a ticket <laughs> online and I went by myself, <laughs> and I was just like just like drinking and there was this like mom and her like teen daughters next to me. And like, <laughs> that's the only one I've ever gone to. <laughs> Do people get slimed at that one? No, that that's the, the, this is the one that gives away the super, yeah. uh, they give away the surfboards. Yeah. 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 Okay. I, for a second, when you said get slimed, I thought you meant like, cause Brad mentioned he had drinks. Like that was the cool way to say <laughs> people get like, fucked up before. I just want to go on record. I, I said, I don't want our, content listened to by 15 year olds but if you want to give us a teen choice awards we'll take it we yeah, want that for sure we want yeah. that surfboard we'll take it please listen we'll get slimed yeah. <laughs> all right all right i'm gonna skip that question i think we got a good gauge of where we're at on kanye but where do you guys rank kanye in the greatest musicians of all time let's just say if you can do if you can remove the artist from the art like he's got to be top three, right? Are, are you saying for our personal or like in the the, the span of music? No, and let's let's say let's say span of, of music, music, and I would still give him top ten in span of music. Just like artist only, that has to be like a singer or musician, musician, musician. Yes. Okay, I I don't know if you said just to name three. a few others are like Bob Dylan, the Beatles, Paul McCartney. Um, I think he's definitely one of the most influential 
Chief Keef. Like as a producer. <laughs> Chief, Keef, Chief Keef's definitely won. You're right, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't wow. know. That's such a, I feel like that's such a, like every answer that we'd give would be so biased. As, as far as, as producers, he's, he's pretty untouched when it comes to producing beats and hip hop and everything. I mean, you have him, Dr. Dre, uh, I don't know who else as far as producing music, but I think to say like, musician is is a different league where it's like that's the beatles that's maybe you can pick michael jackson even though he didn't play instruments he still kind of created everything in his head for everyone to play everything mm-hmm. um who's your favorite yeah. artist of all time brad just for context favorite of all musician. time music of all time music wise i would say kanye but the last couple of years have really made it hard to to kind of separate the man and the music. I think at the beginning, like a few years ago, when he was just kind of saying this stuff, he wasn't getting as aggressive with the anti-Semitic stuff. It was it was easier to separate the the music and the man. But now that the music has kind of gone down and he's gotten more aggressive, I think that's becoming more and more harder. And it's becoming harder for people to say, yeah, that's my favorite artist. Yeah. Man, I, I have a question. Because Kanye has been in TMZ's office. Yeah. Were you there? when he was there i was there that day he actually he he came to the office a few times and that was definitely the wildest day um if you kind of watch back the tape everyone was just kind of sitting there silently because it was just he would just go on and on and on and that was during a time where he was going through a lot of these bipolar episodes and i think you kind of saw that in front of the cameras happening in real time yeah could you tell like i mean when the camera's not on him is he still like wild? Like, does yeah. he just seem crazy, he, I guess? Yeah, he, he was going through something that day. You could tell that for sure. I think that's a credit to his that a lot of this is like mental illness over just pure publicity, because I don't think any PR person in the entire world would be like, you should go on TMZ and rant like this is going to be like all publicity is good publicity. They're like, just like, show I, up. I, just, yeah, just, just drive there, show up, go to the front door. They'll let you right in. It's fine. Trust your gut on this one, Kanye. Even if he did have a publicist at that time, you can't tell him what to do and what to say. It's it's That's a lost cause. It's it's true. up to him. There's not going to be a, a PR strategy for him. I, I was thinking about this with Kanye and why he's still like really relevant and his music still sounds like unique and stuff. And I think it's because of like his bipolarism where – I think a normal artist kind of ages and becomes more. Dennis, can I speak to this? I, yeah, go I, ahead. I, I, I lost my train of thought anyway. So go ahead. <laughs> I read this book ten years ago called Advanced Genius Theory, which basically broke down a bunch of artists like Bob Dylan, Paul McCartney, that some of the ones I mentioned earlier, and just kind of goes through like the phases of their careers and what takes you to the next level of being an artistic genius, and. All those guys followed this same path where they had three good albums. They completely switched it the fuck up on the fourth album. By the sixth album, they're full on crazy religious. By the ninth album, they are like, it just made me realize like, because you always wonder like, how is Bob Dylan still coming out with albums? Who's listening to this? And I'm like, Bob Dylan's my Kanye. Like, I'm going to listen to everything Kanye ever does. But I think he's just getting older. His albums aren't going number one on like, like Kanye's just like basically went to number one right now. And I think the difference is that he's just so out there and like so he he's he's not re- he's never resting. Like I feel like as you get older, you get more lazy. As a musician, you're like I have a family. Like 
I'm not going to get worked up about this. Yeah, I'm not going to care about. the guy that was sleeping right before the podcast. <laughs> yeah, sorry, <laughs> I fell asleep. I would challenge um, that. Like it went out of number one. Like that's probably still our generation listening to it. Like those numbers are probably so much lower than what number one yeah, was. Bob Dylan's friend, fans, a lot of them are, they're dead. So, yeah. they're, and they don't have iTunes or, or iTunes. Who has iTunes? <laughs> they don't have Apple music, Spotify. I, I so. honestly don't know how music works anymore. Like, like who is the, the big artist or what people listen to? I'm just so out of it. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I think it kind of goes though to what you said at the beginning, Kevin is, is he's such a controversial figure that, no matter what he does and no matter where he is or what he puts out, people want to listen to see, Hey, is there that drama? Is there that controversy? What lyrics does he say in this song? You know, what's he, is he going to say anything anti-Semitic this time? You know, I think that there's kind of the, the wow factor and the shock factor and people kind of want to see what's next factor. And, We'll see if that continues, but right now I, d- I don't think it's going to slow down. That's a good point because half – I mean Super Bowl doubled its rankings by adding Taylor Swift. All those Taylor Swift fans probably listened to that Kanye album just hoping Taylor would get mentioned so they could scream at him, you know? Yeah, and he mentioned her, but it, it wasn't negative, so I don't know if the Swifties were disappointed or what, okay. but he did mention her. Brad, I don't want to know if you're allowed to talk about this on the pod, but I just want to ask you, like, you covered a lot of Kanye stuff at TMC, right? Yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of stories over the years. I mean, I even when he released his Yay album, I got to go out to Wyoming and kind of see that for the first time. And he was out there and played it for us and everything. It's it, it's been wild. And just to kind of see where he was 10 years ago when I started to his relationship with Kim and the awful divorce and kind of what he's going through now and his new wife and his new music. It's it's really a a wild front to end well let, let me ask What's you the question it? on everybody's mind sorry dennis how short is he he must be like five seven right <laughs> no five, i think eight. he's like five eight five nine he was about my height actually fun fact him and his <laughs> wife him and his wife uh their condo that they're renting is like four buildings down the street from me Damn. oh that's amazing wow. does he yeah. know does he know you does he like uh, he's like i know who brad is i, so. I don't know I don't he's know. He's going to see you on the street and he's going to be like, that's the fucking guy. That's like, I'm going to be all these <laughs> no, years. He's met so many people and everything. I'm sure he's forgotten it. Yeah. Do you ever see him like now, like at his condo or anything? I've, I've, no, I've seen paparazzi photos of them leaving that place and I've seen like the security vehicles out front, but I've never seen, seen him on my street. Why did he pick a new wife that looks almost exactly like his old wife? Well, she didn't like, look so much like her, but now it seems like he's making her. I, I have a theory where him. I feel like he yeah. wanted to do like the way that this girl dressing. He wanted Kim Kardashian to do all that sort of stuff. And I think I almost feel like he's basically recreated a Kim Kardashian that he can control more. That's, Dennis, are you talking about are you talking about the architect? Yeah. Who? Yeah, I only know her as a famous architect. What, are, what do you know oh, her as? She I have no clue who she is. <laughs> I just know he posts pictures of her what, on Instagram. What do, you know of? What, do you, what do you know about her? I know about her <laughs> career and her passions. What do you like? What do you picture when you picture her? Um, <laughs> butt naked. <laughs> butt naked woman falling out of the sky, you know? <laughs> big, big. All right, let's talk about fucking vultures. We're taking up too much of Brad's time, but I'm uh, loving this. Brad, Brad, is, right. you're offering such an interesting perspective to what we normally do. So I appreciate it so much. Sure. No, it's fun. Um, 
Uh, wait, but actually, quick question though: What is your favorite <laughs> Kanye memory? Before we go on, mine I think is just I think it was one of his rants where he just did a Pinocchio story. Just those rants, <laughs> like where he just goes into does auto tune for like seventeen minutes at a concert. Like, what's your guys' favorite Kanye memory when he was still cool to love? I I've seen him in concert three times, and uh, the one I think it was the Runaway or whatever one he wore a mask the whole time, which he does yeah. a lot. Yeah, but I was convinced. I'm like, this is not Kanye. This oh, is not amazing. Kanye. The whole time, I had the whole row like people in front of me. They're like, yeah, I don't think it's Kanye either. And <laughs> I would be so I, annoyed if I was in that row. I'd be like, <laughs> I'm like, they, they hired someone. Like, this is his way. He can oh rap. three concerts going on at once. You know, all the stuff, I, I, and then he I, takes his mask off, and it was it was a great moment because I'm like, it is Kanye. Uh, okay, it's worth it. Cool. Brad, you you go. I don't have any good. I haven't seen him live. I haven't really done seen anything from. Yeah, him. I mean, his, just, um, you could just cop out. Just say it was the George Bush thing. Um, that that was that was a good one. So okay, like that's his, Owens. <laughs> oh, we got Owens. Brad, you're up. Favorite kind of memory of all time. Yeah, I, I mean his his shows are electric. I don't even know how many shows I've been to, but it was definitely the trip to Wyoming to get to like hear the album for the first time. And I remember like. It was when the Cavs were playing the Warriors in the finals, too. And, like, oh. we we're kind of watching on somebody's phone, just kind of waiting for the event to start. And someone comes over our shoulder. He's like, hey, what's the score? And I turned and it was Chris Rock. You know, it was just like there was only, like, <laughs> 300 people there. And it, w- it was insane. Like, Kanye was there, Kim's there, Chris Rock, all the featured artists, Kid Cudi. Um, yeah, it was – that was, was this a wild in the experience. Bar? Like, in the didn't they have a listening party in the barn yeah or whatever yeah that's yeah i remember that yeah it was around a fire pit is where he played the album so that was pretty cool brad can we hear your can we hear your chris rock impression your chris rock impression really quick (laughs) you notice i just did that in my normal voice yeah (laughs) (laughs) then let's go ahead sorry no i was gonna ask did he did kanye invite like tmz to come to this i was invited to that man oh yeah Yeah. sweet i was asked yeah what else is there anything else that was notable during that whole trip because that had to have been incredible that's a once in a lifetime experience um it was a quick trip it was like 36 hours we were in and out uh they rented a 737 for everybody to fly out of la directly into jackson hole um it was wild yeah they fed us they we got to listen to the album published a bunch of stories it was it was super cool um i'm also I don't think that I told you guys this on his Donda album, there's a lyric and, and I don't listen to this song much because it's just kind of weird to think about where he, he mentions um, celebrity drama only Brad would know. Um, so Interesting. that's, I've, I've been told by people close to him that that lyric is about me because the next line is um somebody sharing secrets, passing family notes or something like that. And it was in the middle of his divorce with Kim and I was breaking a lot of those stories. So kind of think that may have been about me. That's so that's kind of, yeah, it's on, right it's on the, uh, no, because it's, it's not confirmed, but someone close to him did tell me that, that it was, yeah. it was me. We have the, we have the opening song lyric for the podcast. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll out. Yeah. That'd be good. But I just think it goes to show that how much that like, maybe that that's a, like a case against him being a massive genius manipulator versus an insane person. Like the fact that he knows the people who are helping him, like are creating these headlines. I don't know. 
That's fascinating. Yeah. That's, what that's what I'm wondering. He's still he moved close to Brad. He's a couple blocks from Brad. Now. <laughs> yes. He knows where you live. Yes. He's not even blocked. It's like, like it's like four buildings. He's like right oh, there. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna be like, who the fuck was passing you the notes, Brad? <laughs> <laughs> I need to know. I sang right. about you in my song. Yeah. You didn't come to me. You didn't say anything. Yep. Who knows? That's, That's why I make sure the door's locked. <laughs> Well, if he comes in, you're going to have to let us know. We, we need a clip or something. You can get as a video. Soon, of yeah, right after I call the cops. What would you say? What would you say to him, assuming that like you weren't like just freaking out like he's a burglar? It's just like somebody knocks. It's like, hey, Brad, it's Kanye. Like, what would be your like? Would you be like, come in, like have? Let's That's make how some- he talks too. Hey, Brad, it's Kanye. <laughs> no, if he was just knocking, if he was just knocking at my door, I do it every time. I pull up my Ring live cam and I see who it is, and then I, yeah. I'd be as quiet as I could until he left. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good. That's the best tactic. Yeah, I feel like, like if you're he came there. into your apartment, he would just talk for three hours straight, and you just couldn't get one word. <laughs> right, you would right. just be that sitting too. there, like, yeah. man, I have to go to the bathroom, but I don't want to be rude to this guy. Yeah, fucking right. Kanye came over again. I didn't get him a wink of sleep. He talked for <laughs> yeah. five hours straight. Right. He cried. He laughed. He, like, we watched yeah. the whole movie Step Brothers. Like, it was insane. <laughs> Actually, let's get the vultures because I what, I what that reminds me of. I one of the reasons I did like vultures, and it reminded me why I like Kanye so much is this guy just throws in the most random pop culture references into his music. And I'm just curious, like what your guys's initial thoughts are after hearing Vultures, Brad? Is it fair to assume you've listened to it or at least some of it at this yeah. point? No, I've I've yeah. listened to it a few times, and at, at first I wasn't a huge fan. Um, I think that it's very easy to listen to and Hey, these are good beats. This is catchy. But I think with all of the controversy around him over the last year and things that he said, it's, it just feels weird to listen to it. And like when I was listening to it, I was listening to it at the gym and I made sure that when I put it on, no one could see my phone. You know what I mean? Because it's like, it's just kind of like has this ick factor. and, And I'm one of those people who's going to, to listen to it because I've been such a fan for so many years, but to really get into it and get heavy on it is, is tough. And I also think his raps have gotten lazy. Like he's, he's an incredible producer. He also, he's always going to be an incredible producer. He's going to blend versions of old songs into his new songs. He's going to take beats. Like, you know, he uses back that ass up in the song, do it where he just kind of makes that transition. Like that's the genius stuff that you listen to, but the raps and the lyrics, I kind of were kind of gone from the old days where you'd turn a song off and be like, wow, that like had a message or like that was really powerful. It just it feels lazy. And so does the tone of his voice. He's not like that, like kind of like brash and like yelling and like doing his little sounds and stuff. He's just kind of like and then you you put Ty Dolla Sign on top of that, who's a, a great feature artist. But to have an album where they're like 50 50, it's like, I don't know. With- I, that's that was a perfect like review because I felt a, a lot of the same things where it, I listened to it a few times. First time through, I was not very impressed. Yeah. Second time or third time, I was like, okay, there's some good catchy songs, but there's nothing on there that I was like, this is awesome. There's yeah. probably two songs that I will definitely listen to more often. Um, but like his old albums, you get four, five, six songs at least that were all like immediate downloads you'll listen to them until you get sick of them Um, i I take this even further owen and brad you did a good job you convinced me too i think your review was really good um 
So well spoken. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time I was thinking of, I was just thinking about you at the gym. Are you doing strength training or, weight <laughs> or cardio? <laughs> uh, that was strength. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. That's important to paint a picture. Uh, but no, like, like he has gotten lyrically lazy. Like when you listen to Homecoming, every line had a genius pop culture reference, a clever pun, a clever twist. I all my notes on this song or, my, or on this album are just like my favorite lines, like him calling a Porsche Porsches, um, him talking about sticking his hand up a mannequin's ass. Like I liked those lines, but that used to be every line. Now it's like one in every seventy-five lines that I find interesting. Right, so. and and the most popular song. I mean, it was number one on iTunes. Is is Carnival? And sure, it's super catchy and everything. But then he kind of released the uh the visuals or the upcoming music video and it's a bunch of white bald guys and it's like okay hey. no offense but, <laughs> <Not taken. laughs> but Kevin, it's like you we're sick of that but it's like going back just glad to, to see that, representation <laughs> that's great <laughs> it's going back to the the skinhead the anti-semitic it's like it gives that vibe again and it's like okay now you kind of picture these are those guys doing the chant at the beginning of the song. And it's like, all right, what is this song actually? Sure. I got, I got beef with that chant of the song. Cause they just sound like the pigs from Shrek. I know that they're, <laughs> they're the, Wait, let me hear it. I have no idea what you're talking about. I can't do it, but the, oh, I wonder if that's where he got it from. <laughs> yeah. He was watching I mean, Shrek. He's it's like, possible. I could see Shrek well, being looked, a favorite I, Kanye movie. I looked into who those guys that were chanting it. They are part of a soccer team like um, fan group. They're like mm-hmm. hooligans. So they're big chanters. So he had them come in and record. But yes, they were all bald. But he's guys. trolling. You know what he's doing. He's either trolling or he's sending a strong message. Like he is not. That is not a coincidence. He's not doing it because they're soccer fans. No, yeah. I think that he knows. I think probably what he was going for. He's trying to get a hit song that will resonate at soccer stadiums where those like those chants go hard. That's the whole song is the also rip off of like, sounds like Sheck Sheck West. Mo- <laughs> yeah. You think we're going to see a professional soccer game where they're saying she rides that dick like a carnival. Is that what they're going to start chanting? <laughs> oh, hey, hey. <laughs> have you, have you ever not... watched a soccer game? They sing songs from like oh, the 1920s. It. They're like, yeah. he's a cheery old lad. He wins the game for us. He you guys wins are... the game. <laughs> look, look, those pigs from Shrek are going to be on the screen. Everyone's going to be going wild. I am saying the background chant, not the actual lyrics that they're saying there. They're like, oh, the stuff that he... Sports also, I feel here. like ripped off of that. That sounds like the Sheck West or right Mo Bamba. That song. Does anyone remember that? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah absolutely. Like I didn't think of that. Same, but you're right. Exact yeah. same thing. And I was like, this is just a rip off of that song. But I think that that's what he's trying to get at. Is trying to have that kind of chant at. I, I, whatever, I need to guys. put Dennis's mind at ease here because <laughs> this is something he's been trying to say this entire podcast, and I know he can't wait, Dennis. What is your favorite song from Vultures? <laughs> I like that song back to me. <laughs> oh, yeah, really? Which one is that? <laughs> no, it makes it the one with the dogma um, movie line. Yeah. I think I just like the movie line. I want to watch that movie. You can't watch it. Did you know that? It's like not streaming anywhere. Really? I remember. So that movie, it would be on Comedy Central like 
when Every we were day. senior year of high school. And yeah. I would always catch like the middle of it and be like, what movie is this? It's so yeah, it's interesting because there's like angels dying and stuff like that. And I'm like, as a Catholic school kid, you're like, what is this movie? And, <laughs> angels uh, can't die. <laughs> <laughs> angels are forever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, that dog, I, I don't think I've ever watched it start to finish, but it, like it's been, the Jay and Silent Bob part. It just speaks to the talent of Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. Because you hear that and you're like, I just want these beautiful, how often does a beautiful big titty woman fall out the sky? Like he really is, has a recognizable voice. But that part that is like, it does resonate with like 14 year old me just watching Dogma. (laughs) Was there anything else about that song you like? I mean, the beat of it is really good. I I like that song and uh, Paid the best. Those are my two favorite songs. Paid, really? Paid is your next one. Yeah, I, I like the way... My thoughts on the album, I feel like kind. there's some songs where you're like, this sounds like he recorded this a few years ago. Just like, he doesn't seem as like crazy as like the song paid. It sounds like he just recorded it. Like his voice is higher and like, I don't know. He, he does those, he, those weird voices and stuff. And you're right. Like, because listening to it, there were a couple songs that I can't think of which one it was off the top of my head where you kind of hear that old Kanye voice, that one that has like a little bit of bite in it and like attitude and it's not the lazy rapping. So you, I was wondering that too, if he just had, well, I know that he has thousands of old recordings. If he kind of took an old verse, sound like it could have been on like Yeezus or something like that. Yeah. I was reading the Wikipedia and he was trying to throw in like a Nicki Minaj verse that she did like three years ago. So it, it's not beyond him to like, take just old snippets mm-hmm. yeah new brett, body brett, or i have a question for you yeah about that song oh um but that song paid they kept talking about paychecks and kanye kept saying like when you get paid on yes. fridays like does kanye <laughs> get paid on fridays does he get paychecks like that i have no idea i i don't know I, it doesn't make any sense <laughs> yeah like what does he know about getting a paycheck he hasn't worked a yeah salary job in 30 years right okay yeah uh i Brad, what was your favorite song? Um, it used to be Carnival. Um, and then, like I said, it just kind of feels weird to listen to. I really like Hood Rat. Like the the beat where it's just like, Hood Rat, Hood Rat, Hood <laughs> Rat. And then uh, he does his singing voice, but I think it blends really well with Ty Dolla Sign in that song. I thought the whole blending of Kanye and Ty Dolla Sign was actually, like, that was maybe my favorite part. It was a really nice balance of, like, somebody who can kind of sing, somebody who can sing, yeah. somebody I, who's just, like, I had no there. clue what song. I don't know what Ty Dolla Sign sounds like. And I feel like there's a lot of features on this album that I could. I was like, is this, is this fucking Ty Dolla Sign? I've, I've, he's in every single song. Is he the one he's where in, he's he, in it's, work, it's, it's work with Fifth Harmony? You know that song, <laughs> Work? You ain't got to go to work. Work. Oh, oh yeah, really? him on there. <laughs> I do hey, know hey, that. Work for me. <laughs> uh, is Ty Do- is he the one that's at the end of Carnival too? Where he goes, where he's like whispering the whole thing. <laughs> that's that's Playboy Cardi. Oh my God, that guy seems like he he needs a little confidence boost. It's like he's like <laughs> I. He's so raps. shy, so shy. You could barely hear it. I'm like, what are you saying, sir? Wait. Is that the guy with the lisp? Because my note was, is that Louis Guzman or Mike Tyson? <laughs> no, oh, Mike Tyson, Tyson, I think. Mike Tyson oh, is oh, okay. on there, but but Playboy Cardi is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Playboy Cardi has some real hype music. Well, Mike Tyson's doing the quote, right? Is that in yeah, that song? Yeah. Where he's doing the quote? Yeah. I like that part. Did you have any other standouts from the album or is it just Hooded Rat? Uh, I really like the production on Do It, how he trans, yeah, how he switches the beat to back that ass up. I think that's really cool. 
Yeah. Oh, that was cool. But there's no real lines or anything where I was like, oh, wow, like that was a good line. It's more just the production. All I know is that saw, um, wait, was that Do It we were talking about? Because Do It made me like get up and dance for yeah. a second. That was yeah. a good, like, a good one. That was a good piece. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Owen, what I was your favorite? Kind of <laughs> well, I'm just picturing Kevin just like all of a sudden just like, all right. <laughs> so I, I picture where Kevin works. It's like a big bullpen too. There's like 20 desks right around him, right in a big open room. And I just picture him getting up, dancing. getting up to dance. <laughs> yeah. I can make this even worse or better. I'm in a hotel in Florida and I was laying on my bed, listening to the album, just taking notes on my phone. And then I heard that song come up and I'm like, this song kind of makes me want to dance. So then I walked over to the other room and just kind of danced in front of the mirror. Like, <laughs> just, I, just trying to figure out like how white people dance. These That's days. So, it was so nice. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, did your mom yell, Kevin, what are you doing? Do you need a snack? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my, oh, I, I, song. I'm with Dennis. Well, when it first came out, Back to Me was my favorite. But um, I like um, good, com- or parentheses, Don't Die. But I was looking at it again today, because you know how they took it off of Apple. It's not on there yeah. anymore. And I wanted to re-listen to it. But that kind of reminded me more of like Graduation, Kanye. Um so I really liked that song, but the more that I've been listening to this album over and over, the song that sticks out is King at the end. I mm. think it's the oh. beat to it and we're like the background when they say King in there. I, I, I don't know. It's it's good. So it, it's a good end to the album. Is is the the Don't Die one? Was that the one where you used the Donna Summer samples? Oh, gosh, yeah. I think so. I just I just looked it up because I. I noticed that you can't play it on Spotify anymore. Yeah. That must be so why. Like, why? It's a it good the- it's like a it's an upbeat song. So it it just seems like almost like 808s and heartbreaks type era uh, yeah. Kanye too, but not a no like auto tune or anything in there. So Yeah, cuz she Yeah, she she didn't give him permission and he still put it on the album anyway and God. that must be why it's off. Damn, I wish I, I was disappointed the Backstreet Boys song wasn't on there. Did you guys hear when he was sampling oh, that shit. one? Oh shit! Yeah, I forgot that was the we because before we did this podcast, we were it, this album was supposed to come out a bunch of times, so we were gonna yeah. we Dennis sent over the leaked link, and that what the Backstreet Boys one was yeah. on there that was good. I completely forgot yeah. about that. Well, they have what three of these coming out, so I'm sure it might hit another. Vultures they may be able. Three. They may be able to do it. That was actually a story I broke at TMZ. Is that Backstreet Boys did not give him permission to use that. So <laughs> he recorded. He recorded his own version. But I still think, even with the Donna Summer thing, it sounded like he recorded his own version. But I don't think that's good enough to get Dude, on that album. I think he's fucked for this whole album. There is so many yeah. like Roxanne he used to. Yeah. In one song. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's just so much. No, he's uh, that's a good point, Owen, because he's biting the hands that feed him. He has made a career out of sampling other people's musics, and now people don't want to be associated with him, so he can't sample their music, and he's got to put up, create stuff from scratch now, and I don't know if he can do that. He's good at combining other people's musics. Oh, and anything else stand out to you? Um, No, uh, there's a lot of other songs I really liked on there. I like Hood Rat as well. That, I think production wise that that one was probably my favorite yeah it's cool my favorite and i don't know if this is mentioned already but it was paperwork 
And I didn't remember any of the lyrics, but it was the one that had that uh, beat or hook that sounded like a Sega Genesis game mm. where it was like in like some kind of like eight or like early 90s, like eight bit noise. And I just thought it was sick. Like that was the one that really stood that out one reminded me, me yeah. of um, uh, Hold My Liquor from um, one, <laughs> two. It sounded very well, similar to that. My liquor. Yeah, He sampled a lot of his own songs yeah. in this album. And it goes to Brad's point, like he's getting lazy yeah. or he's just running out of ideas. Right. He's literally sampling his own music. Or he's just using the stuff that was popular that he knows people are going to be like, oh, that was that song. Like, remember those days? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, he's got us. Or subconsciously just <laughs> enjoy it. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh, <laughs> this some... is great. Uh, can we all agree on a worse song of the album? I, I don't know. What do you have in mind? Do you you clearly have uh, Front Runner. I don't. Uh, no, I'm actually looking through my what's list What's the right second now. song? I always skip the second song. Second song keys to my life. is yeah, keys to my life. I said yeah, okay, I song a bit boring is what I put yeah. for, for that one. I skipped so. that one. What what is the yeah. um his daughter song? Because at first I did Talking. I hated that song. Talking. But then the more yeah, the more I listen to him, like I actually kind of like this song. I fucking that was can't, I cannot I can't deal with his daughter on there. It drives me nuts that her fucking voice, Miss Miss. Westy, I that gets. Can you take it easy on the daughter? <laughs> We're not on. after the fourteen-year-old Kevin, so <laughs> she's like nine or something, I don't, right? I, hey, I'm just saying I don't like that part. It's annoying to me. The, it's the beat, me. though, I liked it. The the beat when you're talking about just like his his creative input and everything. You know how you hear the girl yell at the beginning and through the song, like you don't want no problem. Mm-hmm. like she, that's just from like a high school cheerleading squad like one girl yelling to another squad and he found that video it went viral and he took that and made a whole beat out of it yeah like that that's kind is. of the creative oh. genius that you see yeah and that that voice just sticks in your head that you hear her yelling that like and and he heard that and knew that it would which is just insane yeah i could get on board with keys to my life being my least favorite because the only note i have on that is what are your guys' thoughts on Papa John's? Like- <laughs> Dude, I had the same note. And I'm like, no way Kanye West is eating Papa John's. Because I, Dude, I barely John's like Papa good. John's. So. It's good. I like it. There's that one in Lakewood. We, I had Papa John. Well, I didn't have it. Got it for the boys. Uh, Pop. We had Papa John's yesterday. I had a slice. And it's, it's fucking good. Ever since they got Shaq and they fired Papa. Uh, or I don't know if they fired Shaq in him. the kitchen. <laughs> no, Papa. Papa got too drunk and he got kicked off. Right? <laughs> no, he said he allegedly said the N word in a meeting or like behind closed doors. Yeah, that's a little worse, you know. Yeah, I, just, I love Owen calling him Papa, like he's his Papa. Papa got too drunk. <laughs> I love that o- Owen is on record loving post Shaq Papa. Yeah, <laughs> that's his take. Well, it's good now. They got Shaq on there. The it's good. It's good pizza. So Shaq's where? What is Shaq doing? Shaq owns Shaq. <laughs> no, Shaq is part owner or owns franchises. I don't know how they deal with Papa. Him Jones. and Peyton Manning, right? Peyton Manning was was an investor too or something. I think they both kind of took it over. How much input do you think they're making to the pizza decisions? Like the actual, like put this actual, little extra salt in the dough. So, <laughs> I, like that. I mean, things have changed <laughs> since Shaq came in and they fired Papa. That's all I have to say. Shaq's not a skinny guy. He's got to eat a lot of calories. That guy is probably an expert in eating. He must eat four times as much as you, Dennis. I will say that right now. Jones. Imagine that sample size. <laughs> I want to go on the Shaq diet. <laughs> this is back to the problem, Dennis. You're going to actually try to eat like yeah. Shaq does. 
<laughs> Film yeah. it. I probably could. Brad, have you seen the whale, Brad? The uh, <laughs> I've seen that movie. Yes, <laughs> that, that's that's one of our favorites. And uh, I could, I bet Shaq eats as much as the whale. <laughs> <laughs> the scene. Oh man, I think about that. So last podcast, uh, we were talking about what each other's nine or not nine eleven, what each other's uh, Roman <laughs> Roman Empire. Is you know how there was that thing where you had, you had Brendan Fraser on from the whale. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I I think about nine eleven like weekly. So that, but now I also want to say that I think about that scene in the whale where he goes to the fridge and it just starts eating like the throwing like the pizza with the, the ranch out there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I think about that that often because I'm terrified of that ever being my life. So I think you're in the clear. <laughs> Thanks. I have high no, cholesterol. You're like one, though. I you're just went to the bad... doctor. I got high cholesterol. That was the only thing that came out bad. Oh man, no, that's like Wait, genetic, Owen. Though. Yeah. No, I, I've actually been researching this recently. Oh, and you said you don't have a butt, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Do you want to see what kind of research? I've <laughs> 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 been like looking at a lot of photos. Of <laughs> yeah. So, just to, this is my last. We're gonna wrap this oh, up pretty quick. But so, if you, if your, if your fat naturally goes to your hips and your butt, I've heard as a, as a, yeah, as opposed to your stomach, that's it's a lot unhealthier fat to have in your stomach. So you're going to be way more predisposition to um, like uh, heart so problems I, I, if you have stomach fat versus butt fat. No, stomach's worse is what you're saying. Stomach stomach yeah. fat is 10 times worse than butt what, fat. Is that yeah, supposed that. to make me feel good? I, do, I only get fat. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying you're, it's a genetic thing that there's nothing you can do about except for eat healthier. I eat really healthy. That's the problem. Except the Okay, Papa let me John's ask one more question about vultures. <laughs> Let me ask you one more question about vultures. What was the most what the fuck moment of the album? And I'll give you a second to think about that because I don't even have that in the top of my head. Um, I think, no, I'll give mine. Rappers must fuck so much. (laughs) All they talk about is making movies or fucking this, fucking that. I was like, Every rapper got on there and talked about just fucking. I'm like, I who? What the fuck? How do you do? How do you get that much cardio? <laughs> mine, mine is is under the same umbrella uh, in Carnival God. when he when he goes, say that's my dick. She say my dick. Just like what? So she say we suck my dick. Yeah. Like, was he just in the studio? Like, hey, we got to finish up these lyrics. What should you say at this part? Oh, okay, let's do this. Like, that was that was just like it was just a weird part because that that song was so hard and heavy, and then he, I don't know, it was just weird. He kept going back to what I called a South Park impression, where he'd yeah. do like a high pitched like, "Hey, I'm yeah. hey, I'm Kyle from Stan." Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> no, but if you ever hear a rant, he from. gets in that voice sometimes. Yeah, if you ever listen to his long rants, he gets really high and. All right, Dennis, you're on the spot, Mr. Rant. What's the what's your what the fuck moment? I think when I first heard the um the the back to me song, the uh the <laughs> song lyric, and then he kept saying it. I'm like, oh what the you're fuck? Like, really? He's going all in yeah. on dogma here. He just keeps saying this and he's like stuttering, saying, trying to like say the line like Jay did, and he's trying to keep up with it, and he's kind of stuttering. But then I kinda of, I like that. That's a good that. point. So. That's a good point, Dennis, because I can't imagine the percentage of people that have seen dogma 
that must be like I remember that I remember that scene because yeah, he goes, you know, beautiful guys just come up, don't fall out of the sky, you know, and then the angel guy falls out of the sky and then he's like in his mind he's like, Well, beautiful butt naked women don't just fall out of the sky too. Yeah. And that doesn't happen. So Yeah. Fair. That's, that's the line. Dennis, before the pod, how many times did you practice trying to get that line right before you came on here? Uh, I said my head a lot. I did too. And I was like, I cannot get that. I would not be able to get it through. So it's a lot harder once you get a mic put in front of you too. Easier in the car. Beautiful big titty, butt naked women don't just fall out the sky, you know? That was, that was yeah, that's beautiful. That was a little, a little, good. Good. Woo, you get a, <laughs> a little choppy, but it was, it was good. You got it all right. I'm going to, I'm going to edit that in with perfect diction. It's going to be yeah. amazing. <laughs> AI that. Um, I, my biggest, what the fuck mo or was the, Pino- my phone died, so I don't have it out, but it was when he was the Pinocchio. I take it to the Poconos something. Pinocchio, that's a jokey joke. That whole like lyric. <laughs> I like when Kanye is like funny in songs. Like sometimes he could be really like funny where I actually laugh out loud. And I, I like that part. I don't know if that was a what the fuck. All right, I'm getting kicked. I'm getting oh I'm getting kicked out of this room, so we gotta wrap it up. Brad, thank you for coming. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sorry, I'm just finishing up a work call. Can I uh, have five minutes? I promise I'll be out of here five minutes. Yeah. Okay. okay, we got five minutes. Right, Kevin's in the hotel, FYI. Yeah. I don't, you were in the hotel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. And he's like Brad's in like, a, the, what the a changey you? room. I'm like, yeah. wow, were you serious about his mom? The comment earlier, like if he wanted a snack. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kevin, it's bedtime. Yeah. Uh, Brad, did you have any uh, thoughts Kevin's on our so meeting closer. before we Look wrap at it his up? Face. Uh, <laughs> so no, everyone's doing a great job in the meeting, and this work call has been a great one. <laughs> Yeah, we got a lot close of good it better. Yeah, that was very good. That was that was good. But Kevin, you can't. Kevin, All right, you thanks, Fred. Dennis, we really want to just ask. Dennis, the Papa Dennis John's earnings call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Brad, thanks for coming on. Yeah, this, thanks, so guys. It was nice fun. Yeah, it was fun. You too. All right, guys. Talk to you later. See ya. What is this for? Like in the middle of it? Yeah, in the middle. We're just going to put it in there like, hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget. We're not talking like that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I refuse to make it sound like a commercial. You just got to tell everyone that they need to follow us on social media at Pick Freaks on TikTok and Instagram and to give us five star rating. You can roast us, but don't give us less than five stars. Yeah. That's all we have to say. So just say that. Is there any, go. Yeah, if you're uh, language, you're listening, just cut what I said and put it on there. Method. Who cares? Muzzy now comes with four videos, two audios, a script book, parents' guide, a new exciting CD-ROM, plus this free bonus with your paid order.